Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, welcome to the Real Wise Podcast. Uh, I, I used to hear a long time ago <clears throat> a newscaster at night. I forgot who it was. Maybe Walter Concrete. That, that kind of gives my age away, but I think he used to say something like that. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever. Anyway, welcome to the Real Wise Podcast. Um, today, uh, I, I find this interesting. I uh, Several podcasts ago, uh, I labeled it the uh, this is your Lehman Brothers moment uh, because the real estate market uh, is is going to take a turn from where it was for sure. That is happening. But I said, this is not going to feel like a Lehman Brothers moment uh, in 08 uh, of March of 08. You kind of felt like a day when that happened. And this slowdown ache, uh, or maybe crash. We don't know yet. Uh, again, I, I really think people need to take this change a little more serious than I'm seeing. But this change um, is going to feel like a frog boiling in the pot. It's going to be slower. And you're starting to see that uh, happen now. Interest rates are going up. We, we as Americans, and more particularly as investors, are addicted to debt. We've been addicted to debt ever since the Federal Reserve has started to lower interest rates, almost get to zero on the bench rate, at zero. And uh, that's how a lot of things have been done. That's how a lot of people have been buying real estate. That's how this phenomenon of flipping houses and buying apartment buildings and all of this stuff has happened. That uh, in conjunction with this major stimulus that has happened since COVID. Now it's happening, it was happening before that, but really since COVID, it, it's ridiculous. Um, I blame both sides, uh, left and right, red and blue. Uh, this is a, a problem we all should be addressing. But that's not why we're here. I'm not here to talk politics. What I'm here to talk about is what the most sensitive thing that real estate investors on the multifamily side need to be aware of. The most sensitive thing. No one's talking about this. And that is that this stimulus, uh, unemployment stimulus, subsidy checks, rent uh, forgiveness, mortgage forgiveness, all that stuff is run out. It's running out and it's over. It's over. And the run up in rents over the last you know, 18 months of 22%, this is by Zillow, by the way, 22% run up in rents uh, over the last 18 months. That lags a little bit. So it probably started a little bit before that. But that is is uh, three times the amount of rate wages that have gone up. Wages have gone up only 7%. Rents, 22%. Uh, wages, 7%. It's unsustainable, folks. Now, I'm not here to um, not here to sell you anything. I'm not here to, to do anything. Sometimes we have people that are, are in the real estate field and education field. They don't may, may not want to talk about this, but um, I, I definitely want to talk about it because it's going to affect your investments. If you've bought a real piece of real estate in the last 36 months, pay attention to this. Uh, and particularly pay attention if this is a long-term rental. Uh, Short-term rentals are changing too. If you've looked at the stats, 
Um, you, you probably are seeing that bookings and occupancy rates are down uh, as of July, uh, well, June 2022, a year ago today, they're down uh, 60%, uh, 40 to 60 in some cases. So this is changing, guys. We can't think that it's going to keep going when our debt is cut off, our stimulus is cut off. This will change. And the real estate investors that are taking heed to this notice and acting accordingly are going to do really well. As a matter of fact, I do believe that all of this change is going to lead to a lot more opportunity. I'm not here to say the greatest opportunity that investors have seen in a lifetime, but I think it's going to lead to opportunity. It always does. The adage of buy low, sell high is tested, uh, true, uh, long-term, and that applies here as well. Uh, if you've bought any property in the last two and a half, three years, you've probably paid more than you should have. And you are probably thinking that rents will go continue to go up or always go up because of supply and demand. And if you read the book, The Wealth of Nations, Adam Smith talks about the, the supply and demand model. And he talks about specifically the word of the ability of the consumer. Well, when the ability of the consumer has more to put in for their rents, they can absorb those rent increases. When they have less to put in because of those rents, you're going to see differences in rents. You're going to see evictions. You're going to see uh, uh, rents being paid late. That's what we're seeing right now. And again, not really a lot of people are talking about this. Um, so I want to point this out. One more thing. It's not just because the stimulus uh, packages are going away. It's not just because the rent forgiveness is going away. It has a lot to do with the fact that the tenant is being squeezed for grocery prices, gas, fuel prices, and other things that are a lot higher because of inflation. We have to expect this tenant base to turn around. In the next uh, couple of months, we're seeing a massive, several months, we're seeing a massive wave of evictions. Uh, per uh, Zillow, 13.4, no one's talking about this, folks, 13.4 million million people are late either on their rent or mortgage. Uh, that's a problem. That is definitely a problem no one's talking about. We just don't have this money coming in to the consumer of our product, which is a rental unit or a mortgage, but we're talking rent uh, here, uh, that we did before during the pandemic and, and, you know, of March 2020 to now. We don't have that same ability to continue to raise rents and we don't have that same tenant with the uh, additional income to be able to absorb that because there's so many things. Stimulus cut off, unemployment cut off, uh, higher prices of groceries, higher prices of fuel, on and on and on. So the tenant is going to be pushed. This will hurt real estate investors, by the way. Again, I'm not here to talk about you know, political. I'm not here to talk about you know, uh, selling you something. So I don't want to say the real estate market is, is in trouble or real estate investors are in trouble. I think real estate investing is fantastic. But we need to be aware and we need to be smart about what's going on in the business. If you bought a property in the last three years, the most sensitive thing you can do right now is pay attention to your tenant base. 
they're either struggling or they're about to be struggling. And that's going to affect your rents coming in. That's going to affect your overall operational income coming in. And you're probably also being hit with higher expenses operationally because of this whole inflation thing. So the NOI that we once had, maybe had going into the property buying it, or maybe had when we refinanced it, may not be the same moving forward. Have your team focus on this, your management team focus on this, your rents uh, and, and your tenant base, you have to focus on them and start putting in solutions to them when they're late. Start putting in solutions to them when they cannot afford that. Think about that now or you're going to be um, bowled over by this, frankly. I think it's that serious of a change. In the last 18 months, rents have gone up by a, a wowsing, if that's a word, wowsing. Who talks like that? Anyway, wowsing 22% but wages have only gone up 7%. It's unsustainable, folks. And these numbers that people have bought units by in the last three years are not sustainable as well. Those will change. I've seen this over my last 25 years of real estate investing in the apartment market and multifamily. This happened many a time. Uh, if you've not, if you've just got in in the last six, seven, eight years, you haven't seen five or six cycles of this. I'm telling you this will happen. So you got to be prepared for it and be ready to help your tenants out where you can and do whatever you can to make that net operating income where it is now because it's going to drop. I'm telling you, it will drop. Renters cannot afford uh, the numbers that they're going into this midsummer of 2022 and beyond at least for right now. Um, their, their money and stimulus and higher gas prices, wage, uh, grocery prices, are, are pinching that tenant base. And you have to be aware of this. So uh, be ready for lease defaults. Have your system in place where you have uh, a process of what you're doing. Really, really important that you do that. Again, this is the most sensitive thing to the real estate multifamily investor right now. Forget all the other nonsense about interest rates. Forget all the other nonsense about you know, building costs and renovation costs. If you don't protect this tenant that's in their most sensitive time in the last decade plus, you will lose the valuation on that property. So what is going to be the trigger of all this? Matter of fact, the triggers already happened. Uh, there's a couple triggers that have happened, but a big trigger that is going to be happening with this kind of mass uh, eviction or this movement to more evictions. I don't want to, you know, mass is a big word, no pun intended, uh, an important word, but there's going to be more. The, the trigger is going to be this recession, the pullback of jobs, the um, firing or laying off of people, uh, the continued inflation until we get that under control, the pressure on the tenant to be able to afford that rent. And then, of course, the stimulus that has gone away. And so the cities that most multifamily investors have been drawn to uh, are going to be the cities that are on the front lines, of the ones having the most pressure with that tenant being able to afford that rent. I'll say that again. The cities that were most attractive to investors 
to where the highest amount of rental increases happened are going to be the cities on the front line where those tenants are going to have the most pressure of getting um, that uh, rent paid. Again, rent has outpaced wages by three times. And that is unsustainable in a high inflation market, going into a market where we're raising interest rates, and finally going into a market where we have the headwinds of recession coming in. So that's why I think this uh, podcast for many real estate investors is so important, along with the ones that I I, I talked about uh, a, couple, a few weeks ago. If you go back and listen to that one uh, about um, this is your Lehman Brothers moment. For me, that was such an important one because of what was happening with rates. People weren't expecting that. And if you look at what's happened in the residential mortgage side, exactly what we talked about on that scenario had happened. And I believe that's the case here. The other main thing that people don't want to talk about is the 50, the Congress passed this, this help. It was all good intention. That's where I, I, I hesitate to talk a little bit about this because of the government and politics, but uh, government passed 50 in 2021, 50 billion with a B dollars of rental assistance for people that needed help in 2021. That's all but gone. They went through that so quick. Um, and I think maybe there's a hope that government might do that again. But frankly, I think we're running out of bullets. Uh, well, probably a bad term. We're running out of options. And that's what kind of concerns me a little bit. Now, we can all be euphoric and we can have this feeling like nothing's going to go wrong and be very optimistic. But I'd rather have the people that listen to this podcast be prepared uh, in any case. If it doesn't happen, great. But if it does happen, we're going to be prepared. Again, I think all of the investors that have bought real estate in the last 24 months specifically, multifamily, but really let's call it 36, have probably paid a higher price than they should. That cap rate is very, was very compressed. It compressed over the last 36 months. And now that's decompressing for several reasons. Well, we may talk about that on another podcast. But the rental bubble that is here that's going to burst. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that will burst. And if you if you think differently, great. I'm not here to to argue or or, or uh, challenge anybody by that. But I think the recession that we may already be in as of the last day of June 2022 uh, is going to be the major trigger to that. Again, it's going to feel more like a frog in the pot than it is a distinct moment like it was uh, in 2008. And it may seem like I'm beating up investors here a little bit. I don't mean to do that. It's really not their fault. They just jumped on the fundamentals that were happening in the multifamily space uh, of higher rents, higher NOI, and the promise of higher rents and higher NOI in the near term. So that's why they went in and bought properties. That's why they went in and refied properties. So to those people, again, I'm really directing my message to them. This is not your fault, but doesn't mean you can't do something to protect yourself. If you did refi that at a lower cap rate, really think about what's happening with that in your market. Think about how your tenant base is going to be affected, more particularly that NOI of your property. If that goes down and you have a naturally decompressing cap rate, meaning the cap rate is going from five and a half to six and a half or seven, we got some challenges there with regard to valuation. And if you need to, if you have a term on that loan, 
You really need to think about that. Like put some really good thought and strategy in as to what you're going to do. Again, there's three things. It's not the investor's fault. Three things, the stimulus, the rental moratoriums, and really this $50, $50 billion rental assistance that uh, went out. Again, good hearted uh, idea, but we're paying the price or going to be paying the price uh, for that moving forward. And just remember this too. This isn't a blanket, like all more, all markets are going to act in this way. I feel that the markets that were most aggressive with price increases and have the most promise of price increases moving forward are the ones going to be directly affected. When you have the rents that are completely outpacing the wages in that market, that's where you're going to see a problem in an environment, again, where the headwinds of inflation, groceries, fuel, uh, recession, uh, the lack of, of money, uh, interest rates going up. Just think of it this way, the cost of car notes, the cost of their credit card bill, higher interest rates, things like that. They're really getting uh, pinched. And I think that could affect you as a real estate investor if you purchased a multifamily property or any long-term rental property over the last 24 months, maybe 36 months, something like that. That is it for the podcast today. I wanted to deliver that information because it is a serious thing. You may not feel it right now because, again, it's this frog boiling in the pot. I keep talking about this. But at one, at one point, you will feel it. If you've got properties right now that are not performing, you can still take advantage of this rush, this euphoric uh, idea of all these people trying to buy multifamily that really shouldn't be in the space, but they are because interest rates are still fairly low, although they're going up and I've really seen a jump in the last month, uh, you know, looking at that 10-year treasury and how that conveys to rental mortgage or uh, sorry, real estate mortgages and the Fed and, and deleveraging their balance sheet. And they haven't really done that yet. They've stopped buying those notes. But when they start deleveraging that, you'll see rates really go up again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, what will trigger a lot of these things that I'm talking about. That is it. I still believe that real estate and multifamily is the way to go. Just be smart about it. I think there's a lot of opportunity coming our way. And uh, that's it for the podcast. We will see you on the next one and enjoy your week. We'll talk soon. And uh, thank you very much.